This is Norm Holy for WFHB, and today I'm interviewing Larry Kaplan, who is a horticultural specialist with the Purdue Extension program. He's located in Evansville. What I'd like to know would be more of the fundamental stuff, and that is, what is the diet of deer in Indiana? What do they do seasonally? Like in the spring, what do they concentrate on? Well, deer are, of course, plant eaters, and they will feed on whatever is available to them at that particular season. In the early spring, they want to be gorging on anything freshly green. So in the landscape, that's going to be a lot of our um, blooming shrubs, our flowering perennials, bulbs, of course, anything we're putting out in the garden. All of that is just a treat for them after such a long, cold, vegetation-free winter. Now, are they eating buds of redbud trees and stuff like that as well? They'll eat buds. They'll nibble those right off. They graze down to the ground on a number of different bulb plants. Uh, they, they seem to love my wife's daylilies, for example. Other plants they don't particularly care for, and they'll avoid them unless there's nothing else for them to eat. And then they'll eat those because there's just nothing else. They certainly love my tulips. So Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, do they eat uh, morel mushrooms? I don't know if the deer will eat mushrooms. Normally they're going after um, the greenery. It's possible that they may nibble on moss and other undergrowth like that, but I, I don't know if they would specifically target morels. So then in the summer, what's their diet? In the summer, they are going to be often seen out in farm fields, especially along the edges. They'll be uh, mostly feeding on soybeans. Of course, they'll, they will keep coming into our vegetable gardens and into our landscapes. They're going to be usually more spread out because there's just food everywhere. But they're going to definitely try to be bulking up as much as they can during the summer months because that's when all the food's available. And then in the fall, are they concentrating on nuts? Or? In the fall, things are beginning to die down. They're going to be doing some last-minute chowing down of plants. Again, they'll probably be out in the farm fields for the most part. I, I've seen a lot of them chewing on, on soybean plants. So they may be going after the beans themselves at this point. And again, they're just trying to get in some last-minute protein, last-minute carbohydrates to get through the winter. When we have a deer cull, what happens to the habitat? What recovers and what doesn't? Well, any buds that get eaten are not going to be a big deal. The trees and the shrubs will sprout what we call adventitious buds. And these are buds that are not visible until they're needed, and they'll come straight out of the bark. So it's it's rare that you're going to totally kill trees or shrubs from deer browsing, although you could have a situation where all the flower buds have been eaten off. That's only important as far as, you know, landscapes go. Um, in severe situations, though, deer have been known to strip the bark off of trees to eat that, and that could pretty much kill a tree. 
And those trees will not recover from that kind of feeding. If Griffey, for example, has been overpopulated for several years while well, we've worked through, the city has worked through whether they were going to have a cull or not. So how long will it take for the vegetation to recover to a more natural state uh, now that we've taken out 62 deer at Griffey? I'm... I'm not a forester, so I really couldn't give you a specific on that. But uh, I have seen cases where there has been overbrowse, and there could be a number of smaller shrubs and the herbaceous forbs that just get completely removed uh, due to overfeeding because you've got too many deer in too small an area. And in a lot of those situations, it takes years for those habitats to come back. And especially when you consider that there's so many invasive species like garlic mustard and the honeysuckles that will move right in because of this open area. So if that happens, it may, it may never come back the way it used to be. I lived in Pennsylvania for a number of years and the woodlands of Pennsylvania are filled with garlic mustard. So I think it's probably from overgrazing, and then that's what fills in the space. Fortunately, we don't have that much here. But I've been in. We have some, but it, it's not as big as in other areas where I've seen it. So I would like to ask you about the weather. We've had a lot of cold weather, of course, to whether it's done anything to help cut back on tick or uh, the emerald ash borer. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not expect any real major effect on the winter cold on most insect pests for this upcoming year. Yes, it's been cold, but we had a a very long, gradual fall. Um, The insects had plenty of time to get into their overwinter sites, Uh, some of them overwinter in, in leaf litter, others underground, others in inside the wood itself of a tree. We also had plenty of time for them to uh, produce, uh, basically what insects do is they produce a type of antifreeze in their blood. And so they can survive the winter cold without turning into an ice cube because of this. And we had plenty of time for them to do that before this cold spell hit. So I really don't expect a major effect at this point. It's been a very dry winter that may help with mosquitoes and possibly biting midges this spring, but that can all change depending on what the weather is a month from now. For us city dwellers, do you have any recommendations you'd like to pass along today on preparing for the spring? The main thing I've been getting questions on is pruning. I I personally like to prune after the worst of the winter weather. So we're usually looking at February to do most of our pruning. And that way, if we have had some winter kill, you may be able to see it because the twigs will start being, to start shriveling up, they'll be turning black. And so you can prune those out while you're pruning out some of your other uh, defects in, in trees and so forth. I had a friend who just called me. She did a lot of pruning about three weeks ago, and now we had this cold snap, and now she's seeing dead leaves on her boxwoods. So she's going to have to go back out there again after the winter and, and probably prune them a second time. And I, I just hate doing the same job twice. So I prefer to do most of my structural pruning 
in late winter while the leaves are still off, but the worst of the winter should be over. you have any uh, other comments you'd like to pass along to our listeners today? No, I don't think I have anything else that uh, uh, they need to know about.